it's gonna it's take a lot to drink me away from this. There's nothing that a hundred Frankies or more could ever be this. I bless the Frankies down in Muniz. It's gonna take some time to be the Frankies never Muniz. Muniz. Hi! Hey, it's me, Duncan P. I'm Hayden Bleachmore. Listening to the Weekly Muniz. It's a weekly podcast where we talk about weekly... Fuck. Ding dong. We talk about Frankie Muniz every week. After a rotten start. But tell you what, it feels good to be back. Me too. We took a week break by accident, I guess. We just, you know, just life got in the way. Life you know? got in the way. I'm excited to be back. We got a whopping show. This is a pretty neat one. This, this is pretty pretty unique. Pretty I actually different have, to the rest of them. Duncan's really leading this one. I don't really know what's going on for a, a good 70% of it. This is a Duncan episode today. It's a, it's a big fat Duncan sode. Um, I've done a bit of research. He's, he's told me he's getting conceptual. We're getting conceptual, just like 99% invisible. Just exactly I, like 99% invisible. I don't know what that is. Well, it's pretty conceptual. What is it though? Is it another podcast? Yep. We don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to that one. Listen to there this are one. no other podcasts oh, besides like, this one. Everyone just fucking tuned out to go listen to 99% Invisible instead of this one. Shut up, stop saying it. What? 99% Invisible? I'll bleep it out. Lol. <laughs> um, We're talking about but, nostalgia. Yeah. In praise of nostalgia. This episode is in praise of nostalgia. I don't know if that's what I'm going to call it when I edit it. You should call it that. I might. I might not. Just oh, well. to pee you off. You might call, call it... it Fuck getting you, conceptual, Duncan. but then I was thinking getting conceptual. But then we, then we couldn't do any other conceptual episodes because then it would be taken. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to. We'll see how this one goes we first. Bloody could do some before we start <laughs> making episodes. plans to get conceptual again. Um, what's what's on what's first on the roster before we start getting conceptual? Uh, oh, we're gonna dust off my favorite button. Oh fuck! There we go. Dust everything. <clears throat> Mailbag. Woohoo! I fucking hate that sound effect, but it's good to hear it again. <laughs> you know, how about this one instead? Mailbag. It's creepy. Nah. It's scary, that one. Yeah, but it's a scary don't one. Don't play that one. That's a unique button. We've only ever pressed that one once. All right. Well, I didn't. I won't press it then. Check this. We got two emails from two gold list members within five minutes of each other. That's crazy. That cannot happen. I mean, got like a really chunky Facebook message. Yeah, it was way chunky. The guy was really drunk when he wrote it because he just finished playing the Agent Cody Banks drinking game. <laughs> uh, uh, it makes me happy when people people play the drinking game. It makes me very happy when people play it. Drink responsibly. We've, like, we've affected seriously, their though? lives. Seriously, drink seriously, responsibly. Seriously, like actually. Drink responsibly. Seriously, like actually drink responsibly because you could probably die playing it. But it's good to know that we're affecting people's lives. Yeah, and, and it's they're cool. Having, they're having fun listening to our podcast. Yeah, it's a bit, you're getting involved. It makes me genuinely happy. You know, hey, do you know how else happy, the gang can happy. get involved? Send us a writing email. Send us an email. Theweeklymunos at gmail.com. We'll almost get definitely them in. read it out. Now. Unless it's well, a stinker. I don't think we've not read out any emails. No, we've skipped a few. Have we? I don't think we have. We've skipped a few dumb ones. No, we haven't. We read that one about from Jules. That was the stupidest email we've ever got. We, we read it out. We didn't read the 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 automatic um the get notify one. The one from uh, get notify. And yes, we Google. did. That's the one that that and told Twitter. us that um the guys read our email. We didn't change we read one that out from hard. Twitter. The new login to Twitter. Um, from we don't read out the iPhone. Twitter the Twitter fucking things. The auto the auto. Look, shut up, Duncan. We read them all out. Alright, now, let's right. start reading them. This is my favourite one that I've maybe ever gotten. 
It's from the one and only Lucky Coxon. Yeah. The big Coxon. He's back. Hey, Lucky's he, um, back, hey. He saved our bacon. We uh, we played the drinking game, and we're going to put the rules up on Facebook, and we like, wrote them down on a Word document, and then we just never got around to doing it because we're lazy pieces of shit. And Lucky bloody typed it up for us yeah, and so what sent happened? it to us. Lucky sent us an email. We're like, oh, cheers, Lucky. We don't really need this, though. I mean, we wrote it down. We're not idiots. And then we were big idiots, and we actually deleted the file. <laughs> so we ended up using Lucky's one. He saved our bloody skin. Yep, and he bloody earned his member on the gold list. He did it. Oh, he's just an all-round good guy. Anyway. Love so Lucky. Lucky, we, um, you're a legend. We released the episode last week where we watched um, What Your Mother Taught You, the video clip. 48 times mm-hmm. in a row. Yep. Um, and the night, I think it was the night we released it, or the yep. day after, the big Cox sent us an email saying, there's no subject, just saying, that sounds like a challenge to me, guys. Boom. Boom. Got me fucking pumped. That if he breaks me, our record. That gave me shivers listening, reading that. If email. he breaks a record, let's have him on as a guest. Let's fucking do it. Let's, yeah, let's have him on as a guest. If he does it. If he do, yeah, you have to do it. Lucky, you, you got to do it. We, we put him on the platinum list. We can't, we can't, we we can't stop making this list. No, we stop making this list. <laughs> well, we put him on the... If he does it again, we'll give him two more spots on the gold list. Because you, you, you can have multiple spots for some reason. Yeah. Someone who also has multiple spots, who also emailed us, was Taylor. Or is it Taylor Zach? Four, is that hyphenated? Four-time four time gold million. lister. Four-time gold lister. Uh, he gave us Frankie Muniz's manager's number, which we haven't called because international calls seem like they're expensive we haven't really looked it up though i don't know how much they cost yeah uh um, minimal research that's the way to success i also can't remember what else he did but he did lots of stuff he was a good good guy yeah let's re- read his stuff. email let's read his quick, quick quick email hey guys noticed you haven't had anything in the mailbag in a while i thought i would give you something to read out xoxo tay from no, it says from at the very bottom. Yeah, I think that might be like an autocomplete thing. Like yeah, it says XOXO Tay space, like a whole line. You know, that's from. Fine. Hey, hey, maybe. Taylor, Taylor, that's fine. Maybe he, um, maybe his name's from. And Tay is like, ta-ta. Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Tay. From. <laughs> and this one, this is the... Oh, uh, probably should... Sorry, we're just uh, watching a live stream of some guy cooking uh, some noodles. Oh, no, there's spaghetti. Oh, Look, spaghetti. don't worry about that. Let's not talk about that. No, this is the guy from Jack. He just finished... Or as When he sent this, he had just finished playing the uh, the drinking game. Yep. So he gave us a fairly lengthy message. You want to you read that one out? All right, give me a second. Or you just want to skim it because it's quite long. Just give us the points. I was listening to episode 9 in which you reviewed Agent Cody I don't know if Banks he sounds like that. Do voice. I was listening to episode yeah, 9 in which you reviewed Agent Cody Banks 2 with Joel. I was happy that you noted... Alfie Allen's appearance as the German double bass and player, I'm assuming, and connected him with Game of Thrones. You missed out two very important points, though. One, the film's villain, Victor Diaz, is played by none other than Alfie Allen's and Lily Allen's, as it turns out, father, Keith Allen. Mind fucking blown. Dang! Two, you talked about Neville, the wacky scientist who seems to be the best and worst part of the film. He is also the fucking priest badass Thoros of Myr, who repeatedly brings Beric Domdamian back to life, who ironically also loves fire, the pretty colours. Didn't I do the do the wacky voice for that, the pretty colours? 
I haven't seen the film. How does it go? How does he? You say haven't pretty? seen the film. What? Uh, in a while. Oh, I haven't seen the Jesus film in a while. Christ, it's like pretty colors. Is that's like... pretty good. That was pretty spot on. Don't yeah. doubt yourself, man. Just go for it. You know, You've you, got it. You told me to believe You've got in myself, this. Hayden. You got this, man. Small additional Game of Thrones piece of trivia: Ian McShane plays the villain from the first Agent Cody Banks film, and is also the priest who is building a church with the hand. So mm-hmm. many Agent Cody Banks slash priest crossovers. Bear with me, guys. I'm very drunk after watching Agent Cody Banks 2 while playing your drinking game. So many explosions. Dot, dot, dot. That is good. So... That's what we need. So pretty much, Agent Cody Banks 2 contains four people who are in Game of Thrones. No. At least. Three. There's three. Yes. And then one of them is is, uh, Alfie Allen's dad. Yeah. The German double bass player. Yeah. Slash Reek. Anywho, that's the mailbag. That's the mailbag. What else we got on uh, the list? What's on the agenda? The agenda. Oh, I'm going to hand it over to you, and you're going to get conceptual. Getting conceptual. Yes, conceive. So, I was thinking a little while ago about, like, the whole appeal of Frankie Muniz, you know? Because <laughs> he's obviously given up acting. He's not, he's, not a, he's not a movie star anymore. No, he's not. He's given that up. Well, no, he's in Sharknado. He's in Sharknado. He's in Hot Bath and a Stiff Drink, which is currently in post-production. And he's in Pizza The sequel, I think. But, I mean, he's quit quit the big time. He's given up the big time. Yep, to pursue other dreams. To pursue other dreams. He's a race car driver, uh, potentially a Twitch streamer, if that wasn't a joke, which, Mm -hmm. as the weeks go on and I'm hearing nothing, I'm thinking that's a joke. What else is So, I was thinking, like, one of the main... One of the main... Reptile handler? One of the main things... That's a foreshadowing thing. I just foreshadowed a thing for later on. One of the main appeals of Frankie Muniz is the nostalgia factor, you know? Yeah. He's in so many, like, good childhood films. He's in Cody Banks. He's in BFL. Big fat liar. He's in Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, we haven't really touched on that either. Yeah, we keep saying we're gonna. What's but I was, I was thinking I'll, I was, I'll delve deeper and I'll learn a little bit about nostalgia. Because I was like... Because people <laughs> keep asking me. People keep saying... Like, Who? People, people, like, my friends, they keep asking me, like... You what friends. My friend, <laughs> me, Hayden. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I had friends and they asked me like, "Why are you doing a podcast about Frankie Muniz?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, I just love Frankie Muniz." And they're like, "Why?" That's, that's like, usually the worst part of doing this podcast is trying to explain it to people that you barely know. So th- they asked me, "Why do you why do you do a thing about Frankie Muniz? A podcast about Frankie Muniz?" And I said, "Well, I just like Frankie Muniz." And they said, "Why?" And I. <laughs> I couldn't explain to them why. Yeah, I don't I just, know why. I just like Frankie Muniz. Just He's a bit fond of him. There's a nostalgia factor. It's it's like a an extra dimensional force. You can't really explain it. It's almost like magic. I think it is magic. I looked up I looked up nostalgia a little while ago. Yeah. Early today. <laughs> like all week, I've been I've been lightly I've been lightly researching nostalgia. Have you just been thinking about this nostalgia? That too. Did you actually research it? How much research did you do? In 1688, the term nostalgia was coined. Oh my god. Is that s- true? Yeah, yeah. Don't, he's not even reading from notes. This is just straight from his brain. I'm clapping. So I'm fairly not confident. Any I'm notes. fairly confident this is wrong or he's lying. <laughs> In 1688, the term nostalgia was coined by a psychologist, but it wasn't actually like a good thing. It was like a bad thing. It was a mental illness. Oh, okay. Because it was... um. Who coined it? What was his name? I don't know. Ugh. Well, I don't fucking know, man. I so you skimped on your research a little bit there. You didn't do shit. Yeah, you didn't do more than you. <laughs> because it was, it was um, nostalgia was a, it was a mental illness that was diagnosed to like soldiers that were that were so homesick that they couldn't serve anymore. Oh. And that like the only cure was just to send them back home. 
So if you're nostalgic, if you're nostalgic, it's really bad. it means like it's not a good thing. But mm. I suppose it, I suppose it's like turned into a good thing now. It's turned into a good thing. It's like to be to be reminisce reminisce fondly of something, you know? Yeah, and just a longing to be back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish I was a kid watching Rugrats. Oh, I'm so nostalgic of those Nickelodeon cartoons. Mm, give me SpongeBob any day of the week over going to the office from nine till five. Mm-hmm. Working a shitty job I hate, and then coming home to no one. I'm Damn freezing sweet. some lasagna from Light and Easy. <laughs> Have you done that? No, I've never done that. <laughs> That's oddly specific. I don't know <laughs> no, I just I still watch Nickelodeon cartoons, so Yeah, Nickelodeon's the best. Yeah. I was thinking about, you know, like what causes nostalgia and stuff like that. Like why Frankie Muniz is he he's 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 <laughs> A huge, a huge factor of why people like still tweet about Frankie Muniz all the time is nostalgia. People, I tweet a lot about Frankie Muniz. I'd say once every like three days or so, people are like, "Man, what's Frankie Muniz up to now?" They always say it as like a joke, like, like as though they haven't heard of Frankie Muniz in ages, even though he's still around, he's still doing stuff. But yeah, well, he's he not was the popular back in, anymore. Back in the good old days when he was doing BFL. Yeah. So what conclusion did you come to? Well, no conclusion. I'm just, I'm just happy oh. to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> a little while ago. It, when we're reviewing racing stripes yes you you yes. said your favorite part of the film was in my opinion the worst part of the film <laughs> that one part oh, where yeah. david spade is the fly and he's swimming around in a cup of coffee farting going <laughs> i'm expressing myself oh, i was just so nostalgic in the worst way it's see? the best see? yeah because that's by far the worst part of the film. <laughs> yeah. The only reason you liked it was because you were nostalgic of the old days. Yeah, because in my, when the film came out for about a week after when people farted, I think maybe just made fart noises. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they, they just kept saying, I'm expressing myself. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that very vividly. Uh, and I didn't, rem- I didn't think about that until the other day when we watched it. Yeah, right. Like, since it happened, I think. Yeah, man. So it's real weird. Real Just cool. the raw power of nostalgia. The raw power of Muniz. Yeah, fuck, man. We should coin a new term, which is nostalgic, but specifically for Frankie Muniz. Muse. Nis, muse, n- muse, muse. There's something here. Nostalgia. Muniz. 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 alright. We'll get back to it. Yeah, we'll get back to it. There's something there, it's man. a good word to be coined. There's something there, man. They're good points. I like that. Yeah? Yeah. Well, what, what's the most nostalgic you've felt with a Frankie Muniz? What's your, what's your uh, pinnacle of Munalgia? Munalgia. Munalgia? Is that what we're going with? Working title. <laughs> the pinnacle of my Munalgia, I reckon, yeah. was, the, was the part in Big Fat Liar when he's on the rooftop running away from Paul Giamatti and he jumps off the roof and he lands on the big airbag. Oh, yeah? Because I remember definitely seeing that in cinemas. Nice. I watched BFL in cinemas, and I didn't take in any of it. I ignored the entire <laughs> film. I didn't even watch it. But I remember that one scene and thinking, oh, that's cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, sweet. I don't even know if I saw it in cinemas. I don't think I did. I don't I'm, think I saw any of Frankie I think Moves. I might have seen I, it I on I saw Racing excursion. Stripes in the cinemas. I think I might have seen it on an excursion. You went to that's cool as yeah. No, so BFL on excursion, that's rad. Yeah, I um I don't think I saw racing stripes in the cinemas. I think I talked about this on the podcast as well. But there's a bit where the chicken's like stuttering for words, and he's like, "Oh, we just gotta, we just gotta, um, we just gotta." And a girl in the cinema was like, "Say boo!" at the perfect <laughs> time, <laughs> and everyone in the cinema was laughing really hard because there was no joke on the screen. It was just it was fucking great. The timing was just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. The good times, man. Good times. 
feeling very munalgic. Munalgic right now, man. It's all right. I don't mind munalgic. It's growing on me. Munalgic? Yeah. Munalgic. I'm feeling nostalgic. Munalgia. Munalgia. Frank Al... Frankie... Fuck. Yeah, munalgia. Maybe that'll be the name of this episode. Yeah, munalgia. That's good. It worked. It all just ties up, doesn't it? This is a feel-good episode. God, I feel very good. I feel very munalgic. And I feel very good. I'm in a good mood after recording yeah, this episode. Yeah, I'm on a high. Hey, Duncan. Yes, Hayden? Try this on for size. Franks for the memories. Cast your mind back to uh, 47, 47 weeks ago. Frank Immunis is in his garden. He, he's looking around. And what does he see? Oh, what's that over there? A big bloody tortoise. Oh. You heard right. A tortoise. And he's eating bloody a whole thing of lettuce. Or something. Or cabbage or kale or something. It's a whole big leafy green. I it's thought the tortoise was bigger, and then I saw the other picture. It's cute. He found a tortoise in his garden yeah. instead of feeding it lettuce. It's he adorable. Says, found this guy waking around my yard. He's officially my new best friend. I'm assuming he meant walking. His name's Squirtle. Yeah, he named him Squirtle. And he filmed him eating this big thing of lettuce. Oh, or some so kind of leafy vegetable. So, so uh, cute. And there's another cute picture. Uh, the same day, I think. And it's a picture of his dog with the tur- tortoise. And his dog's name's Cooper, and he's a real cute little sausage... Not he's a sausage dog, but he's a sausage... I think he might be part sausage dog, actually. He's got a kind of sausage doggy face. He's got a long body and really stumpy legs. Metaphorical sausage. And his dog's called Cooper. And he says, Cooper loves his tortoise friend. But reality hits hard. Mm -hmm. 21st of October, 2015. Frankie Muniz tweets, I lost my tortoise. Devastated. 21st of October, 2015. Later that day, he says, Sad about Squirtle. He was my best friend. Mm Mm-hmm. 22nd of October 2015 he writes uh UGH stop and that is where the saga ends man bit sad but you know what circle of life ash to ashes dust to dust man he loved that turtle he did he was his best friend he tweeted about he posted about that turtle on reddit oh shit actually wait yeah this first one's from 54 weeks ago so he had that turtle hanging around for bloody eight weeks so he had it like three or four months he had that tortoise for eight weeks at yeah. least at least oh that poor that's turtle that's pretty sad my heart goes out to Frankie Muniz from last year from last year well today yeah my heart's still out there how, how often do you think Frankie thinks of Squirtle a day I don't know man I think it's constantly man this episode's gone from feel good to melancholy but I'll tell you what'll make you feel good what would make me feel good hey woo Frankie Fact or Fiction. It's your turn to ask me a Frankie Fact or Fiction. If you haven't heard the show before, this is a uh, segment where Duncan asks me a question and he gives me two answers. One of those answers is fact. One of those answers is fiction. And I'm going to pick out which is which. Mm-hmm. Hit me, Duncan. No, Hit me with do it. Frankie Muniz. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking since today's episode's about nostalgia. Mm-hmm. We go way back in time. Way back in time? We'll jump way back Where are we into going to? time vortex. Way back to the year 1997. Oh my word. Mm-hmm. That is very long ago. You want to know what was released 1997? Me, from my mama's womb. TMI, Hayden. <laughs> TMI. Dancing with Olivia was released. Frankie Muniz's first ah, feature. I think it's To Dance with Olivia, actually. To Dance with Not Olivia. Dancing with Olivia. To Dance with Olivia. To Dance with Olivia. To Dance with Olivia. It's about, there's a farmer, a farmer of a watermelon patch. Just one patch? 
a watermelon farm. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't read into how large the, the, region, <laughs> well, of, the Patch, region of lands dedicated to watermelons were. Patch makes it seem like it's like a square meter it's of just watermelons. Like a, it's just like a You can go six watermelons in a patch. That's a fact. There's a farmer that farms watermelons. Yeah. And patches upon patches. They rigged their farm with um with shotguns to make sure that burglars didn't sneak in and steal the watermelons. So if, Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. That's a dumb thing to do. So if someone sneaks in and they get shot with a shotgun... Is a watermelon really worth a human life? Who knows, man. I don't think so. But the story is about a young child, played by Frankie Muniz, <laughs> that sneaks into the watermelon patch, trips the tripwire, gets injured badly by the shotgun. Is the protagonist of To Dance with Olivia... The farmer of the watermelon patch, uh-huh. or wait, protagonist or antagonist? The protagonist is the main character. The protagonist does the film follow the farmer, mm-hmm. the owner of the watermelon patch. Yep, the father of the young boy that stumbled onto the watermelon patch and got injured, mm-hmm. or the lawyer that defended the watermelon farmer in court, the defense lawyer. Oh boy! All right. Well, none of those lead me to any sort of thoughts about Olivia or dancing with her. Yeah, I don't know why it's called To Dance With Olivia. Hmm. Well, maybe. Maybe the um, sort of subplot is Frankie Minos wanting to learn to dance. Maybe. And Olivia is his big crush. Hmm. And that girl is the lawyer's daughter. Hmm. Um, and it's about the lawyer. It's about the lawyer? It's about the lawyer. You reckon it's about the lawyer? Yeah. Not the farmer? Not the farmer. Or the kid's dad? Not the kid's dad. You reckon it's about the defence lawyer? I think it's about the defence lawyer. That defends the And also, do I get bonus points if I guess that the Olivia is the, the daughter of the lawyer? I don't know that much about the plot. Yeah, you you can, we should look c- it up. Am I right? You're right, Hayden. You bloody <laughs> hey, got it. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm so good at this game. Fuck, man. You're so good at this game. Fuck, I'm so good at this game. Well, we should watch that next. To dance with Olivia. Well, yeah. we've got a lot of stuff on. Next week, we might be having a special guest. Don't tell him who I don't want to say though. too much about it. <laughs> special guest, maybe. <laughs> um, and then we got... There's another... Fairly pod- Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents. Yep. And To Dance with Olivia. So we got a- and there's uh, another podcast that has special special guest Frankie. Oh, Mears yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the Davin someone... The someone something. show. I forget his the name. Brent Davin or something. Yeah, Brent, and he talks to Brent comedians Davies. and celebrities and stuff. The Brett Davin show. I got it. Yeah. Anyway, so he's um, uh, he says, you know what I love what Frankie Muniz has been up to? Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss this episode. So Frankie Muniz is on another podcast. Yeah. He's involved in the podcasting world. The nerve. So we messaged Brett and we're like, hey, real original man getting Frankie Muniz on a podcast. And then he tweeted back saying, you'll love the episode, smiley face. And then he followed us. So it's not that bad. Oh, that's all right. We've got a follow from a At guy. Least- with multiple followers. So does that mean we're one degree of separation away from Frankie Muniz? Uh, in a way. In a way. In a way. How many... Has Frankie ever been in a film with Nicolas Cage? Because <laughs> I was in a film with Nicolas we Cage. We calculated your bacon number. My bacon number is two. No, your bacon number is like four. Wait, if my bacon number is one, that means I've been in a film with him? Is that what one is? Or is yes. that zero? No, zero is you are Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. So I'm three then. Because I was in a film with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage was in a film with someone. That someone was in a film with Kevin Bacon. Yes. That's three, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so three. But there's nothing to do with Frankie Muniz. No, but we could apply the Frankie number uh, and figure out how, how far away we are. Let's figure it out next episode. Yeah, we'll figure that out in the meantime. Send we'll your emails out how... and, and guess how far Hayden is, <laughs> Hayden is yeah, away from Frankie Muniz. Yeah, go on, Muniz. let's make a little competition. Yeah, first person <laughs> who can 
Send and send an email. Wins. Send us an email. Wins. <laughs> It'll be right. Yeah, you get on the gold list. Or yeah. Should we put them on the gold list? Ah, uh, you gotta earn it. You gotta go on the gold list. We're not handing them out. Yeah, we're not handing them out. I and mean, we did hand them out at the start, and it's just gone wrong. It's just gone real. Yeah, it's crazy. gone awry. Taylor's on there four times. There's only there's five members, and there's only two members on the list. There's five spots. No, isn't the girl that filmed us for TV on there? Maddie. I thought it was the other girl's one, the producer. Oh no, it's Sophie. Yeah. Sophie's on the gold list, even though she doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, good. That means I don't have to edit out me forgetting her name. <laughs> <laughs> you ding dong, Hayden. You gorgeous ding dong. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, I think that wraps up. This I'm episode. pretty pooped. I think that wraps it up. I think it does. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime. Every week. Let's do it. Let's do it again. Yeah, next let's week. do this. Let's do this every week. I suck. Fuck it. I hate that joke with doing radio. It's like, hey guys, let's meet up next. Let's do this next week. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you next week. Guys. All right, guys. I'll catch you later. See you next week, like, guys. At, at work, I hand out platters of food sometimes. Yeah. And fucking once every pu- function, that someone goes, oh mate, just leave the plate. <laughs> just leave the plate here, mate. <laughs> just leave the plate. And I have to go. Ah, oh my god. Wish I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking horrible. When I used to work at a cafe, yeah, I'd take people's coffee orders, and they'd and I'd say, mm, "You want sugar with that coffee?" And they're like, "Oh no, thanks. I'm sweet enough." Oh. <laughs> and I'd say, "All right, let's get out of here. Oh, let's get in bed." Right. Thanks for listening, guys. It was great to be in your ears. That's creepy. <laughs> I'm not gonna. That's weird. Don't edit that out. <laughs> Keep See you later, in. everyone. Stay <laughs> Frankie. <laughs>